Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet that's talking about Avengers Endgame. Seriously, like the only one. We, we, we beat everyone to the punch. We're I'm the sure only place you're going to find Avengers Endgame coverage on the it's internet not like today. not we're a week late or anything. Not at all. Noobs in the Whovian. My name is Austin. I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Corbin, Tripp, and Brayden. And we're the news. And as uh, has become our habit... Uh, we're doing a timey-wimey, and so Brayden has joined us because uh, everybody on the planet has to get in on the end game action. $2 billion in two weekends, guys. Two Second already in grossing movies. So That's right. And Just I'm still doing the introduction. Avatar. This is the podcast that introduces a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And three sons who haven't. Except this week we aren't. Because as I said, this is episode 51, a special timey-wimey edition of Noobs in the Whovian covering Avengers Endgame. We're in the Endgame now. This is the one where, like, so much stuff happened. It's like so many callbacks, so many inside jokes, so many Easter eggs. I don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. Suffice it to say, when we last left our superhero friends, uh, half of them were dead. (laughs) Half of the universe... Uh, had been snapped out of existence, but we knew that they weren't really gone. Not really, really gone. And, of course, our heroes uh, devise a plan that involves a little bit of timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly, jumping through time to regain the Infinity Stones before they're on the Infinity Gauntlet so that they can unsnap Thanos' snap and just bring back the people, not undoing the previous five years of history, because there were some happy moments there. So, in the end, uh, we all get that done with, like, a ridiculous amount of cheering from the audience. And, uh, again, more cameos than you can possibly count uh, with a big battle at the end. The end. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't write the recap this week because I was like, if I sit down to write a recap, it's going to be a book. It'll be like... Austin's novelization of Endgame. So we're going to assume that you've already seen the movie because if if not, uh, what are you doing? What are you what are you what are you doing listening to this? Unless, as we said in our last episode, you just don't care about Endgame and don't plan on watching it anyway. Which but you love us so much. Who doesn't care about Endgame? Huh? Like, who doesn't care about Endgame? Plenty of people. Plenty of people. Plenty of people. I, I do want to say, starting Something's off, there's there's a Facebook group that I'm a part of. Uh, this kind of a geeky group. You hear me mention it every now and then. Um, I think some of those guys listen. I'm not sure. If you do, give us a shout out. And um, they spun off an entire second Facebook group just for end game spoilers. Oh because there God. were guys who didn't... There's normally like a... I think like a two-week ban on new stuff uh, that there's no spoilers in the in the main Geek Dad group. Oh. And so somebody couldn't wait. <laughs> so they spun off a whole separate Facebook group. At least and, they're nice instead of just, like, outright, here's some spoilers for y'all. Oh, no. I mean, there was a lot of, like, joke spoilers. Um, I made a post in the, in the original group saying... Batman dies I, in Endgame. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was... Um, there was uh, a, I put up a post um, the night before and said, you know, like, T-minus 18 hours till Endgame, and I'm, I'm, like, 99% spoiler-free. And so, of course, every comment under it was, like... Darth Vader kills Dumbledore, you know, and, and all this kind of stuff. One of my friends told me a Chitari dies in Endgame. No! Uh, uh, yeah, so so that um, that happened. And so, like, approximately five seconds after we got back from watching the movie, I went and joined the other uh, spinoff group so that we could start talking about it. And all I my first post was, holy crap, that was freaking awesome. <laughs> and uh, two guys, two guys literally said, 
meh. And I was like, in the, get out. In the get geek out. dad's group? In, not a, no, no, no. Not in, in the geek dad's group. In the for spoiler in-game. In, in the group, specifically made so that you can yeah. go and talk about in-game. Two Just guys were like, meh. I mean, it was okay. And I'm like, get out. What is wrong with you? Get out, How get out now. How is this not the best movie ever? I'm telling you. So this was, I mean, uh, yeah, super short recap, again, can't really happen because the first thing I said when I walked out of the theater was it it took every bit of 10 years to make this movie mm-hmm. because there were so many callbacks. There were so many, so many characters. A friend of ours that went and saw it with us said, yeah, I didn't know who half of those characters were. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how did you not know who some of those characters were and he's like I haven't seen all the movies and I was like oh well then I, I wouldn't have come and seen this like, <laughs> and he said he still enjoyed it it was still a great movie like you could watch Infinity War and then Endgame and still know what's going on you wouldn't know all the callbacks and stuff but right. you still know what's going on right so as as background let's let's cover this because we, we kind of forgot we glossed over it in our point five episode um, so the boys you know when 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 Iron Man came out uh, Corbin, you would have been what three, <laughs> right? Possibly. It was ten years ago. So, yeah. so you're you were about three, two or three. So that would have made trip about eighteen months, and Braden was not even thought of yet. Like negative a couple of years, <laughs> right? So so you know this has has just been here, but because of that, that means that they obviously you know we weren't sitting down to show the boys Iron Man. You know, when they were two. and I you know. know, you're three. Let's go watch Iron Man. Yeah. So they hadn't seen you any of the scared. movies. And it was getting to a point where I thought, okay, at what point are we going to start watching these movies? And then Keely and I went out of town. And the three of you stayed with uh, some friends who decided, let's go see Infinity War. Because that's a hot new thing that's in the theaters. And I actually didn't want to see it. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? no. I don't oh, want to go that see that. So they went. We come back and they freak out. They're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. We have to go see all of the movies now because we want to know what in the world we just witnessed. So that was back when it was in the theaters last year. So we said, okay, let's get caught up on the MCU between now and Endgame. And we didn't. <laughs> I think we watched Iron Man last fall. Oh, and like Iron Man 2. Did we even see Iron Man 2 before the new year? I think we did. Okay, so we saw Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2. We don't acknowledge the the old Hulk movies. We just, th- those didn't happen. Movie. Um, th- well, there was two, and one of them is supposed to be official MCU. There was two. And they were, uh, they were both terrible. That one was better than the other one, but they were both terrible. Uh, Mark Ruffalo. I see it, though. What's that? At some point, I do want to see it, though. Sure. Mark Ruffalo is the only uh, Hulk for me. And then Professor Hulk. Uh, well, yeah, but there were three actors. Mark Ruffalo yeah. was the third guy to play for like Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, did we mention there's spoilers in this? Uh, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so at any rate, we come January, we said, all right, we got to get serious about this. Endgame comes out in like a few months. We've got to get rocking and rolling on this. So we came up with a game plan and essentially watched all 22 Marvel movies uh, between January and Friday. Uh, <laughs> like two days ago, <laughs> like y'all finished. So, so they had seen Infinity War. We and watched we through re-watched. all the movies, and then they rewatched Infinity War. 
Um, and I say I they think did there because there was like ten minutes left of Black Panther that we no we did finish. Black yeah, Panther. no, y'all y'all yeah y'all watched it. So we were watching it like thirty minutes at a time. You I know, think we it would didn't take see us like Guardians of Galaxy too. Right, right, right. Um, we kind of bypassed that one because Mom decided that one was a little bit too crude for them. So it was even still, um, so they they finished up Infinity War Friday night, and then Saturday one o'clock we went and saw uh, Endgame. So. Um, our character section normally comes next, and we talk about, you know, this actor did this and this actor did that. And if you just watch the pre-credit credit roll where they had video running and they would show the actor's name, you know, so they would show like a little clip of Mark Ruffalo doing his Hulk thing, and then yeah. it would say Mark Ruffalo. Um, and they kind of like, they saved the best for last. They, they put like phase one Avengers, like the original guys, all at the end where they like signed the screen, you know. Yeah. Just watching that alone shows you that there was entirely too much to talk about in the way of characters. I mean, so if we want to mention all the Phase One people, that could be quick, I guess. Like, uh, but I mean, what are we gonna say? Wobbly Nothing, really. What are we, what are we gonna say? Yeah, you know, like if there was some amazing Doctor Who connection, way that would be too great. Many but characters. Yeah, yeah. There's wobbly boo. Way, way too much of that. That's kind of the point, though, because it's ten years worth of characters exactly. all coming together in one mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. So we'll, we'll jump into kind of the random stuff we noticed. But first, just a reminder that this timey-wimey episode of Noobs and the Whovian is brought to you by Our Space Community. Our Space is a co-working community right here in Dallas, Texas that seeks to strengthen your small business. Are you a blogger, a freelancer, work-at-home mom, work-at-home dad? Then you need Our Space's virtual mailbox. If you have any kind of a business that runs an email newsletter, you're actually required to put a valid mailing address in all of your correspondence. But you don't want to tell your readers your home street address. Instead, use your virtual mailbox address. For just $11.99 a month, you can get a real-world street address for your small business. Your mail comes to us, we send you a photo of the outside of every envelope, and then you decide what we forward to you and what gets shredded. You can go to rspacecommunity.com slash noobs to get half off your first month. And that's the letter R, the word space, the word community.com slash noobs for half off your first month. All right. So um, random stuff we notice. I don't know how much we, we don't want to park here too long because sometimes we spend too much time before we get to the timey wimey stuff. <laughs> so but just random, just just geek out a little bit about Endgame. Tell me about it, guys. Brandon, what do you? Tell me, tell me your favorite part. Um, I think the, I think the battle on Titan was. The battle on Titan. What am I talking about? I don't know. (laughs) That was my Infinity War. We we don't remember when. Are you talking about the battle at the end? The battle on Vormir was that Vormir? No, that was no, it was Earth. Oh, battle! Oh, yeah, yeah. The big battle at the end, where the portal started opening and everything. Oh yeah, I thought that was cool. Gotcha, Trip. What about you? Um, I think the coolest part was I agree with Braden, but like the coolest part in that is when Cap started using the, uh, hammer and okay, like yeah. started using electricity and like yeah, beating up Thanos. So when when he first like, uh, it's it swooped over to him and he caught it and used it. There was kind of a big woohoo moment in the theater. Yeah. But when he used it to call down lightning, I was like, okay, wait a minute. Because, again, I'm like, I'm vaguely aware of the comics and stuff. And I knew that there had been conversation about whether or not he was worthy of the hammer. And I, and I thought that it had happened in the comics where he wielded Mjolnir. But 
I didn't know that he like full on wielded it, yeah. where he was like spinning it around real fast, and then he was calling down lightning. And he actually so. like spun it and like flew at him, and then like started like shooting lightning. Yeah, I I just thought like because someone had spoiled that for me, so oh, okay. I expected for him to like just pick it up and like flip it real quick and like set it back down or something. Oh okay. <laughs> I didn't expect it to be some giant battle. He was gonna thing. use it in battle. Yeah, I thought it was just gonna be like, oh look, I can pick this up now. Right. Corbin, what about you? Oh, I was going to say my question, though, is what constitutes as being worthy? Because you have Captain America, Thor, and Vision, which are three seemingly random characters to be able to pick it up. I mean, Thor makes sense because it was, like, specially made for him, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, but he has to check if he's still worthy, so I don't really know what that means by worthy. And his his uh, sister worthy? Self evident. His sister? Uh, oh, because she yeah. like grabbed it and Cracked crushed it, it or whatever. Yeah, crushed yeah. it with her bare know. hands. I don't know if shattering it counts you as worthy. <laughs> well, she held it. Back. I think that's pretty unworthy. Yeah, yeah. To be fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she didn't wield it. She just shattered the yeah. thing. So, I, yeah. Vision didn't wield it either. He just picked it up. Like that's true. As, yeah, didn't he say, like, thing. does this belong to you or something like that? Yeah. He's, He's like, all, like, casual. Then we'll about take it. the fight to him or yeah. something like that. And everybody was like, uh, woo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think the, uh, I said this yesterday, the kind of the most surprising part to me was the fact that there was a big epic ground battle. And mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't see that coming because when it happened, I was like, "It's an Avengers well, movie." Yeah, yeah. Duh. When it happened, I was like, "Of course," because they had to bring everybody together and have the big Avengers assemble. You know that. You know we've been waiting twenty-two movies to hear him say that. Um, but I, it, it surprised me when it happened when the portal started opening because we, when we talked about in the um, what we talked about in our prediction show was basically that it. Um, I figured there was going to be some sort of like they're going to get their hands on the one thing that ends it all. Mm-hmm. And in the end, that, yeah. that is what happened. You know, it ended up being Tony using the glove, the the gauntlet to unsnap every – or no, 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 to snap Thanos and his people out of existence. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Hulk snapping everybody back into existence earlier. But I didn't see the big battle happening first. I didn't expect that. And it was amazing. Um, so – um, was we, we talked a little bit uh, yesterday on the way home uh, about how useless Captain Marvel was in this movie. Yeah. Do we want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Should we I mean, save that for the let's talk about? I, uh, we? we can we can do that right now. Let's All let's right. talk about. Can we talk about how useless Captain Marvel? Can was? we talk about? Yeah. Can we talk about the absolute irrelevancy of Captain Marvel, who spent her entire movie. Uh, her entire movie, finding out that she was a superhero. Finding out she was way too overpowered. Yeah, only to then leave and conveniently be absent during decades of we really need somebody who's overpowered to protect the planet right now. And for some reason, Nick Fury does not call on her until it's literally the last thing he does before he dies. Because uh-huh. I'm trying to think, when New York is and being why invaded... why call there? Like, no, nothing was happening except for, like, two people suddenly disappeared into dust. Why call right. then? Right, because, I mean... Jatari are invading? No need. You turned into dust? Holy crap, we better call her right away. I mean, we didn't see Nick Fury in that entire movie, right? Nope. 
So, and also, Nick, so he probably didn't know. Oh, no, Thanos That's what I'm saying. Is, did he have like, any even clue? Even if he knew about Thanos, should have called her before Thanos won. That, <laughs> like, plus, I mean, that why didn't, my plan. I mean, why didn't you call when there was a giant spaceship floating over top of New York or wherever that was? Like, uh, at the beginning of that same movie? Mm-hmm. Or when... Ultron was lifting a freaking city up into the sky to then destroy you the know, planet. Uh, or Captain um, Marvel, we kind of need you. Or, uh, you know, a couple of years before that when a freaking portal opened up over New York City and was decimating the city I mean, in advance of destroying the planet. I mean, Captain this is the Marvel third time. could have, like, saved every single Avengers movie in, like, a couple of seconds, to be honest. Right. So, so, again, we've never heard of this character up until this point. We get, after Infinity War, we get a prequel that predates everything except the first Captain America movie, Mm -hmm. predates everything else, and then turns out to be, you know, like, where the Avengers initiative began, Mm -hmm. to introduce a character who could solve all of our problems just to then promptly ship her out of the galaxy so that she's conveniently, oh, that explains why we haven't ever heard of her before, except not. No. It explains why she wasn't there. It doesn't explain why Nick Fury has never mentioned her before or activated her before or oh, anything. Too bad we don't have Captain Marvel here. Yeah, because mm-hmm. so I mean, like, handy. Okay, like, billionaire in a robot suit is is pretty awesome, but Ca- Captain Marvel makes him obsolete, instantly obsolete. Right. So like, then, I when can we blast through your nanotech, man, get that out of here. Yeah. Right. So, all right. So we have that movie as an as a as a prequel. Right, then we get back to Endgame, and we we or no, what, what was it at the end of was it at the end of Ant Man and the Wasp that we had the stinger scene where she showed up? Uh, there was a post credit scene where she showed up and said, "I got Fury's text message." Wasp, I think, huh? That was Ant Man and the Wasp. I think. Oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So we have that right. Oh, all right. So she's gonna show up and save the day, and then we begin the movie with. Oh, looks like I can't save the day. There's nothing to be done. So I'm, I'm going to go, go different galaxies. Yeah, so I'm going to go to some other planets and some other galaxies and and I mean like it was almost like she looked into the camera and went, "This is why I'm not in this movie, audience." You know, she mm. she says, "You probably won't see me for a long time." And then goes away for all of the parts of the movie where we need her. Like 5 years. And then like no, 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 she, Yeah, she was around for 5 years. Oh, she was? She was around for that? Yeah, remember, so why the snap happened. right they then? Ju- like, five years later, like, why not leave? Right. Like, Because remember, she's there. five years. She goes with them to kill Thanos. Oh, yeah. She was with them to kill Thanos, but then they come back, and then it just, like, skips ahead five years, and we see her talking to Black Widow along no, with the other folks. she was somewhere else, right? She said she was somewhere else. Yeah, but so it, she but, was out doing something. Yeah, but they made years. it seem like she'd been back and forth, right? Because Mar- uh, uh, Black Widow says, are you coming back next month? Are we going to see you next month? And she's like, you're probably not going to see me for a while. Wink, wink, like the duration of this movie. Mm-hmm. So then she, you know, so she shows up at the beginning of the movie just in time to deus ex machina Iron Man out of near death in the middle of nowhere brings him back to the planet, then is, you know, of, oh, of no help now. except to maybe help kill Thanos, which I don't know how much she actually helped. And then... Yeah, Thanos just, like, wiped the floor with her. She hardly did anything in that battle, aside from... At the beginning of the movie? 
No, no, no. They, yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking about the first time that they, I mean, they, they killed him. Off when they chopped off his head. Yeah, I mean, like, she she, she was there. But, like, they, they took him out. I was present. Do I get, like, an award for that or something? <laughs> she gets a participation ribbon. Um, so, yeah. So then, uh, you know, uh, haircut and five years later. And um, she says, all right, I'm going to go away again and be irrelevant to this film, just like I've been irrelevant to the previous 22. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Boy, howdy. Uh, I know you guys are really going to need me, but other people need me too. So, you know, deuces. Uh, forget about the fact that the battle that Earth is fighting is the battle that is going to save the rest of the universe. Um, and then when she does show up, again, she Deus Ex Machina up. blows up a ship, which kind of wasn't Help. really a major threat anyway like, because the wizards were shielding everybody from the blasts. Mm-hmm. And then... Promptly, like Corbin said, promptly gets her butt whooped by Thanos. Right. Like Thanos, he grabs, what? he grabs the I, power I've said stone this multiple times. But Thanos doesn't have any stones in this movie, but seems more powerful than he was in Infinity War, which doesn't make much sense. Until he had the full gauntlet. Well, yeah. So, so he puts the he puts the gauntlet on, and then he, they recreate the scene where he was he was pushing Captain America down, and Captain America is holding the gauntlet and. And can't quite fight back, but Captain Marvel totally does. And I was like, ooh, it's showing that she's the most powerful. And then he rips the Power Stone out, clenches it in his fist, and then like mega uppercut blasts her. And you never see her again until the funeral. So she like comes in, blows up a spaceship, and then helps get the gauntlet down down the field of battle a little bit, but doesn't get it to where it needs to be fully. And then all of a sudden, bam! Thanos like, grabs it, punches her out of the way, and, and she's, then she's gone. gone all of a sudden. Yeah. So, I, 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 if if she had been, if if her movie had come like twelve movies in to the MCU, mm-hmm. it would make sense that you would have to explain her absence. The problem I have is that what they should have done, honestly, what they should have done with that character is they should have just said, you know what, we don't need Captain Marvel until after Thanos is gone. So let's do her movie after Endgame. But for some reason, I thought she was going to be way more important to this movie. I, I thought she was going to be traveling through time with them. I thought I she know, was going like, to be... Okay, they made a very like important point out of the fact that if you chose the right year, three stones were in New York. Yeah. You chose the right year. Six of them were in the universe, and Captain Marvel can travel anywhere, <laughs> anywhere. at the speed of light. <laughs> you don't need anyone to go back in time except for her. And for Send that her matter, back in time, have her fly around, blast everyone, you're good. And for that matter, all you had to do was send her to where the space stone was, <laughs> and then she can zip around literally the universe in the blink of an eye and vaporize anybody in her way. Oh my gosh! All right, so I—I I mean, so the Captain Marvel movie—it's got some haters, um, but it did a billion. Um, so poo on you, haters! I think it's a good movie. I think it's a good movie. I do. I think I—I I don't like it in the MCU. I think it should have happened post Endgame. Her origin story should not have happened in the nineties. It didn't need to happen in the 90s. I'm, I guess that has something to do with the comic continuity, but who cares about that anyway? We don't always stick to it anyhow. Mm-hmm. So just make her part of the next phase. You know, don't introduce her just to just to underutilize the most powerful. Just to say that powerful. the most powerful character is the original. Like, yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. Exactly. Like the one who started it all. I, I mean, mean, it was getting a, rid of her. It was like, a neat origin story 
for her, it was a neat origin story for the Avengers itself, except, you know, like Corbin pointed out, some of it was a little too hokey for me. Like, oh, it, that was her, the Avenger, Avenger was her call sign. Oh, okay. Um, so at any rate, okay, all right, great job. well guys, let's, um, let's get into the, um, the, 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 the timey wimey, the, the reason that we're here. So time travel details for this movie, we have, um, we, we want to talk about the method of time travel. We want to talk about, um, the, the rules and then did they follow their own rules? So that's, that's the basis of what we want to do here. And of course, you know, we'll, we'll geek out along the way. So, uh, Somebody tell me what was what was the method of time travel? The quantum realm. Yeah, pim particles. Yeah. yeah. So so our first Corbin, what was our we we, we said that it was going to be that, right? That it wasn't going to be the time stone. I Didn't we say that? Yeah, you remember. said that. Yeah. I think that's what we said in our prediction show. Um, because the time stone was was that was, it was a non-factor at that point. Um, yeah. so so they're using the <laughs> quantum realm because apparently time works differently there. So yeah. if you invert it five years to be five minutes, five hours, he hours. said, yeah. So he, uh, so, so, uh, Scott Lang was trapped in the, in the quantum realm for what felt like five hours and turned out to be five years. Thanks to a rat. I know mm-hmm. that that was another was thing I didn't like, like her call sign is Avenger. A rat, rat is what got you out of this thing. Uh, like <laughs> highly unlikely. How so a, I did read an article. And how, if it happened then, how did it not happen <clears throat> earlier? Because that's when it happened. I did read. I, I read an interview with with the Russo brothers, the the um, directors of the movie, that um, somebody said, like you're saying, Corbin, that seems kind of like a slim chance that a rat would not only get in the van but walk across that uh, that control panel in the, exact, in the right sequence yeah. to initiate a recall. Um, so. Does that mean that that had to happen? You know, because remember, fourteen million uh, possible possible ways that uh, 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 Doctor Strange viewed this outcome. Only one of them, and that right just so happened to be there to make it happen. Right. So the only so so what he said was yes. That means there are thousands or tens of thousands of ways that this played out where the rat didn't walk across that board. So and it just wow. so happened to happen that time. Yeah. So the the thing that I thought was interesting was, you know, obviously Doctor Strange, you know, he set some things in motion, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he made sure that things. He would not have given as, over the time stone. Exactly. As far as it was in his hands, because he knew he wasn't going to survive the snap. Mm-hmm. As up until that point, he could influence things, but then after that, it was up to everybody else, and including the a rat. Fate of a rat. <laughs> yeah. Like, including hey, rat. the rat. Just like go back in time, places that rat there That's intentionally. Right. Imagine goes that back in time. All right, so 14 million ways that this could have gone and 13,000 of them uh, involved the rat not getting on the board the right way mm-hmm. and, and dissolving Scott Lang <laughs> <laughs> or having him come back. Uh, you know, what if, what if he brought him back at the wrong time or something? Uh, it's like so, baby or, guy. Yeah, bring oh, that would be funny. That would be funny. So apparently, if you invert a Mobius strip within the quantum realm and then kick up the Giga Gigas or whatever, uh, man, there was some there was some uh, jibberty jabberty going on with with Tony Stark doing all that. Um, apparently, if you do all that, holy crap, time travel is possible. I do like how that was that was basically going to be the last thing he was going to try, and it happened to be right. It's like 
Wow. Uh, of course. Um, that's how movies work. Well, that was the last one for that night. He said, wow. last one, and then I'm going to bed. You know he would have kept going because, like he said, I can stop now. I can pump the brakes. I can put a pin in it, and I can I can quit. And Pepper was like, basically, yeah, right. <laughs> like, no, you can't. Like you you know you can't. So, all right. So that's the so they they're they're going to they he creates a timey wimey GPS essentially uh, that allows them to go into the quantum realm and pop out in the past, uh, very pinpoint accurate. Not only um, ooh. Not only travel through time, but through space. I yeah, just thought about yeah, that. Yeah. I just thought about that. Well, it is the quantum realm. It doesn't make so, up yeah. space. So yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. All right. Go. So but the time travel doesn't TARDIS. Make really so oh, the van is a TARDIS. Crap. Um, <laughs> the van is a TARDIS. I just realized I meant to make a mental note of when the time travel happened because Corbin and I had a long conversation about well, the time travel happened at the beginning, the middle, or the end. We were right, yeah. right? Because we said it would be about the middle. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if it was like at the ninety-minute mark in a three in the three-hour movie, but it was certainly in the midst of the action. It was not um, surprisingly after they'd killed Thanos. Like I did not expect them to kill future. Oh Thanos. my gosh! No. I was at it. No. I aimed for the head. No. No. <laughs> Duh. What did you do? I went for the head. It's like, yeah. yeah. Yes. You got it. You got it. By the way, how about that close-up of Nebula going over and closing his eyes so you could just sort of see the head laying there flat on the floor? That was kind of gross. Uh, was it trip? Somebody said this movie was gory or something. Kale. And I said, yeah, and I said it was probably the goriest of the MCU movies so far. Like, it wasn't yeah, gory, Nebula really. has like purple blood stains on her after Thanos' head yeah. is cut off. Yeah, so, um, so we we definitely we were right about that. What what we didn't want to see happen was they spend the whole three hours trying to figure out time travel. Like we were we were, we were hoping am, that it would happen. I am in so the happy that they figured that out very easily. Yeah, like, agreed. It should be one impossible, of, but one of our theories was that they would have to go back and do we th okay. So one thing we thought was rather than go back that they were somehow going to figure out time travel and do all 14 million endings yeah. that Dr. Strange do saw. Sort of so we thought maybe they would do that, which would mean they would have to do a montage of at least like a dozen instances of it. Um, that didn't happen. We did say that um, we also talked about, uh, we hoped that it got really wibbly wobbly. We hoped that they like looped back on themselves. And so you'd have like, maybe team black widow where so like black widow would go back like a bunch of times so eventually she would be um she would be you know like five black widows in new york trying to get it done or whatever and then suddenly you got two captain americas the, that was the, fighting each other that was the closest we got was cap and cap I, seeing himself in the past so. and thinking it was loki cuz loki impersonated him earlier that was yeah they telegraphed that one uh, uh pretty well there so um, so rather than using the time stone at, at all, they didn't use the time stone at all. They just used the quantum realm, uh, to get, to get back. Um, and all right, now we get into, now we get into the rules. Now we get into some stuff that I have thought uh, a lot about over the last 24 hours or so. Brayden, yes. according to this movie, can you change the past? Um, what did what did Hulk Professor Hulk say? Do you remember? Yes. Okay. 
No. <laughs> no. It was a definite no from it was a Professor Hulk. What the Hulk, what what Hulk said was you can't change the past. Yep, they I, did. I love I love the bit where he says, Is your uh oh no no Tony said, Is your entire plan based off of Back to the Future? Yeah. <laughs> to Ant Man. He's like, No. Ant Man no. became the no, new Spider Man no. in this movie. Like, uh, oh yeah, with the cultural references. references. Yeah. Um, but later on, Hulk says, um, you know, you've been watching too much sci-fi. You can't change the past. And when he started in, he lost me. And it took me watching the rest of the movie, thinking back on it and reading some articles to go, oh, okay, I get it. All right. So here's what he laid out. Cause he said, so, so, so trip, you hit, you hit on it. They said the rules were, you can't change time. You can't change the past. And then what did you just say? That they kind of did. How? By bringing back... Wait. Uh-oh. Oh? Oh, you're They own... brought them back in the... Wait, but they still killed past Thanos. So right. Thanos could have never I have a list of a few things. Them. All right. They killed past Thanos. Right. Loki got away. Right. Which did not happen. Right. Captain America obviously never fought Captain America. Right. The... Future Captain America got in the elevator instead of past one. A lot of stuff happened in that New York scene, actually. And I think that was a different that was a different time frame that you're thinking about. There was the I know the bit you're talking about where Cap Captain got in the in the in the elevator and then they jumped him. I think that was a different time. Mm. But at any rate, what else? That's, that's the few I think of. Well, Nebula did kill past Nebula. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. present Nebula, Nebula killed sense. past Nebula and nothing happened to her. All right, and, and then what about Cap? Last thing about Cap. He went back and lived oh, and stayed. stayed there. Yeah. Went back and stayed. All I, right. I, can I just... Yeah. I think it's amazing how the Sorcerer Supreme is like, you can't do that. You can't steal the stones. You'll create horrible uh, timelines. But what if we bring it back to the exact moment? Oh, yeah, that's fine. But we're gonna mess up everything else, anyways. So it does not matter whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's here's what happened. Okay. And I, I normally we we ask the question, can you change the past? And the answer is simple, yes or no. Where you go back and you try to change the past and end up causing the thing that you tried to stop or stopping the thing that you intended to cause or you know whatever and then you realize oh that's the way it happened all along right so it's a closed loop where you always went back in time and so even your act of changing the past is the way the past had already happened and blah 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 confusingness right. yeah then you have the Back to the Future model, which says, yes, you can change the past. Do whatever the crap you want. Well, there's that. Um, but you, you have where he travels back in time and he changes things. And as a result, it has immediate impact. Well, <laughs> eventual, um, <laughs> eventual impact on him, right? Um, His brother's head disappears from the picture. You know, we get into the whole thing. Of, why did they, a head. Yeah, we get into the whole thing of why did they take a picture of a headless person in front of a bush? And then eventually, why did they just take a picture of a bush? Um, so, this is a nice looking bush. We should take a picture. Right. And then he gets back to the future. Ha ha. Uh -huh. And his, he, he, he made enough changes that he created an alternate timeline. So when he traveled back to the future, he traveled to the future of that alternate timeline. 
And this is actually explained in Back to the Future 2 because Biff goes back and he changes things and Doc says, you can't go because if we go back to the future now, it will be the future of this alternate reality and blah, blah, blah. So when Hulk started saying, you can't change the past because when you do, you create an alternate reality, that's what I thought he meant. But what he means is an alternate standalone reality separate from this one. And he says, when you travel forward through time, you will come back to this timeline. I have never seen this before. I have never seen a time travel movie where you go into the past, you change something, so that creates a branch, right? Like like the uh, Sorcerer Supreme pointed out. But the branch gets chopped off. Well, no, no, no. So, so here's here's what they did, right? So you have you have that that ribbon of time, right? And then you have the branch off of that. But when you travel into the future, you don't travel along that branch. You travel up the same branch you came down. So when you land in the in the present again, it's the same present as when you left. That's why Hulk said you can't just go back and kill baby Thanos. Because if you go back and you kill baby Thanos, you'll come back here and it won't have changed because that's a different timeline. Ah, it's like the parallel worlds theory. It's, it is exactly a parallel worlds theory except that you don't get affected by it. Mm-hmm. That's what the Sorceress Supreme was talking about. You'll when she create- said... I can't risk. You'll mess up our reality while yours will be fine. I can't risk this reality for I the sake see. of yours. Aha. I see. So Aha. every single. What's the smallest fraction? I don't know. Let's just say second. Every single second is a different universe or reality. Every single decision. And when you affect that reality. Yeah. You don't affect yours. Right. So me blinking right now could affect rather me blinking a second later could change something else. Exactly. Yeah. And so there's an entire That's other the universe. Worlds theory, right. Really. There's an entire other universe that exists where the only difference is that you blinked now instead of a second ago. Because every single choice leads to a different branch. Now, so again, I've never seen one where you travel back up the branch you came from. So that's crazy. So that means, well, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, Terra Nova did this. They're more or less destroying other realities in their wake. Right. So when they went back, they created an alternate reality where Loki escaped. Guess what's coming out soon? A Loki show. He's getting his own show, which made no sense to me because he was dead. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess he's not dead. And then this movie started, and they're like, no, he's totally dead. Dead. Like, he died, died. It's for real this time. So what happened is, I guess the show that's going to come out is going to be from the alternate universe where Loki grabbed the space stone and escaped. (laughs) Amazing. So the reason and that some they, people will be thoroughly confused by what is happening. I'm because sure. they haven't seen yeah. So that also means there is an alternate universe where Thanos and his entire army disappeared one day and never came back because what? they because they jumped forward in time and never came back. Which means now you have a branch of reality where Thanos and his army traveled through time. They saved two never, realities. Exactly. Wow. Never came back. It also means that there's one where... Um, Wait, does that mean if you get snapped out of existence, you get snapped out of existence in every reality? Because you're being no. snapped out of existence. No. You're only snapped out of existence in that timeline, in that reality. Mm-hmm. So, on another, so, so, yeah, 
there's a branch, there's a timeline out there where Thanos was killed in 2014. He disappeared in 2014, never showed back up because he was killed in the future. And so he never came back, never got the Power Stones, never snapped. So the powers in that universe, the Power Stones are still out there somewhere. Power whatever, stones. whatever. But in, but in the original, in the original 2012, yeah, 2012 was where Professor Hulk got the time stone, right? So in, so in a, you know, he had to go back to 2012 and put all the stones back in their, in their place so that everything in those realities could continue on. Cause like Corbin said, they could jump back, grab the stones and jump forward to their own branch of the timeline without any worrying about butterfly effect and paradoxes and everything, but they were dooming planet Earth of that timeline to being destroyed because the time stone was gone. Because, you know, the Sorcerer mm. Supreme would have lost that and, and couldn't protect the Earth properly. So, um, all the stuff, all the, 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 the biggest problem that I had with this movie was the timey-wimey stuff. Yeah. Once I realized that's what they were doing, and that makes a whole it lot all more makes sense, sense now. Because he's like, you can't change the past. And they do all this crap. Nothing happens to their reality or whatever. And right. they, they like completely play it off, despite the fact that they totally just should have destroyed their universe and yet have not. Right. And like I said, um, originally I was saying that um, I've, never, I've never seen a story do this, but... There, there's a TV show, uh, show, 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 I don't know why I feel it that way. Um, there's a TV show called Terra Nova. Yeah, I don't even think it made it through a whole season before it got canceled, um, which was a shame. I thought it was pretty cool. The basic plot of Terra Nova was that they discovered this time vortex or something and realized that they could um, send people back in time like a million years or something. But and only that specific amount? Huh? Like, could they only like a million years? Or, like, yeah. Different times? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Exactly. It was. It was like a tunnel through time, and both ends of the tunnel were moving through time at the same rate. So if I sent you back, if I sent you through the tunnel, and you pop out there a million years ago, and then I wait till the next day and go through the tunnel, I wouldn't show up until the next day for you. So, so time travel, time flowed at the same rate on both sides. So if, you know, if it took me six months to do something on the other side and then show up, you wouldn't see me for six months, right? And what they discovered was um, that whatever they did in the past didn't affect the, the present. So like they sent something back, they sent back some radioisotope and then tried to find it in the present and couldn't find it. So they realized that they were going back to an alternate branch of the timeline. So like I go back, Hansel on an iPhone, flying back through. Now they that timeline is like, or something. But yeah. Oh well, yeah. They go back to a time where it's like just dinosaurs and stuff. But I think I don't think time travel worked both ways though. I don't think you could go back to the present. I don't think. So you go back, shoot someone could. with a shotgun, and then come back, and now that person just was never born? No, because it was like a million years ago. Yeah, but you have still. have to shoot like a dinosaur That suddenly with a cuts off what could have been a large family. No, no, no. They went no, back pre-human beings. Oh. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They were back dinosaurs, like pre-human really beings. Ago. Yeah, so they had no back, impact on the future. The but again, I think I think you could communicate with the future, but you couldn't travel back to the future. So they could send things back into the past, but I think it was a one-way trip. Or at the very least, the show never explored the idea of going back into the future. I want to say once you got there, you were stuck there. Um, so at any rate, um, I, I, other than that one, I don't know of another one that's uh, another time travel story that says I can go back into the past, loot, plunder, do whatever I want to do, and then come back to the future, then and I'm it didn't impact anything. Kill baby Thanos if I want. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like you could do that, and then you get back, and nothing in your universe has changed. But I guess you saved that universe. Yeah, what if I just go back in time a bunch of times and kill baby Thanos to save all the other realities? I mean, you'd have to do it like an infinite number of times. True, but I could still do it. I, yeah. And the other thing is, I mean, like, so you... Save all the realities. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> save all the realities. But I mean, well, no, because that'd be self-defeating because every time you go back and make a change, you create a new branch. Ah, true. Yeah, yeah. But I so create... A branch that has not been murdered. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. So, uh, so at any rate, um, let's see. So, did they follow their own rules? Um, I mean, in that sense, then yeah, I guess. All right. Okay. So, here's here's the one exception to that. Bec- and 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 again, this is what made it so hard to realize that that was the method of time travel. Cap screws it all up. Mm-hmm. Because Cap goes back at the very end, says, I'll see you in a minute, and then all of a sudden you look over on the bench and 95-year-old Captain America, or Steve Rogers, is sitting on the bench. He's probably been there the whole time they were talking, though, I would assume. The point, though, is that he would have gone back to that different reality. Right. Uh... If he went back and made changes, which he did, he, mar- he I, I assume, married Agent Carter... Mm-hmm. And because he did that, he created a branch, which means as he lived forward into his future, he would never end up in that timeline with them. Unless at some point he traveled back with the last remaining Pym particle. So there was, in that same article that I read, there was an interview with the Russos. That's essentially what they say. They say towards the end of of his life, he used the, the... quantum suit and the pin particles to recall back to the future that he left. But where wouldn't did he recall he, to? Wouldn't he go back to that place that they were at, though? Oh, that's a that's a very good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he couldn't have recalled back to there because they would have seen and him. And didn't the oh, guy... And they were the only one with an active one, so... And didn't they also... Like, the guy went back and, like, saw... Who was a Hawkeye went back and saw his daughter, but he got pulled back. So wouldn't Cap have gotten pulled back? Well, they pulled him back. Actually, that's a good point. I don't know. Yeah, what they said that. coming back in five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. So he should have come back. He would have had to have like deactivated it or something. Deactivated his his timey wimey GPS mean, if or something. Five but yeah, that's a good point. He should have. So what happened is what what should have happened is he should have reappeared on the platform. On time, like they said, but 95 years old. That's what should have happened. But it didn't. Mm. Well, dag on it. So, mm. I, I, so again, Maybe the director reappeared before they got there, went, sat down on the bench, and waited the whole time. That's but what it I still was wouldn't have been active. It still wouldn't work, though, because the suit would recall him to wherever they recalled him. 
So I guess it would have to be like, so the director essentially said that's what happened is that he lived out his life and then made a return trip to that universe. So he must have done it to that reality. He must have done it in some other way. He must have gotten together with Dr. Pym or something and, and, and jumped. I don't know. I I mean, none of it. Now it doesn't make any sense. Because if you would have created a platform like in the opposite reality, then like you would jump back into that reality in the future. So it's starting to kind of fall apart. It is falling apart. Yeah. All right. So um, we, we like to talk about paradoxes. But we fixed all the paradoxes in this one. Well, we, yeah, I was going to say we've got a problem. Like uh, we have a problem talking about paradoxes. You can't have them in this uni- in this uh, in this understanding of time travel. Yeah, because you go back, you're in an ultimate. Hey, ultimate. by the way, how did Nebula back. know how time travel works? I don't know. Did you notice that? Nebula's she like she shot herself. It doesn't work that way. No, no, no. What I'm saying Call is. It. When they were first talking about it, she's like, it doesn't work that way. And Professor Hulk is like, yeah, you've been watching too much science fiction. I'm like, how does Nebula know how time travel works? Because she went intergalactic with Thanos. No, because Thanos didn't have the sons by that point. Wait, no, right. that was new Nebula. No, that was, no, no, no. That was, the, that, was bef- that was before all the time travel happened. It was when they were first talking about it. They, no, they were maybe first trying she to- went like with Thanos. Thanos used a time stone or something. No, because right she never when, she never did any time travel with him. Thanos didn't really do any time travel no, except for when he turned Vision back. back. So Wait, how did he know literally he ripped the thing. thing out of his right. skull? Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. So I I thought that was interesting that she's like that's not how time travel works. And I'm thinking, okay, we've Wait, said over and over and over again that it's not possible until Stark figured out how to make it possible. So how does anybody know how time travel works? Mm. Maybe you could say that. Um, that uh, crap uh, Hulk had some kind of an idea but even he would have to be guessing because anybody right now is just guessing Mm -hmm. if time travel is ever possible we don't know how it would work we don't we we simply don't know because um, there's all these different ways that it could happen multiverse and um, closed time loops and, and all you know all these different ways Literally, nobody can know until you've done it. So if it's never happened before, how can anybody, let alone two people in the room, know how it works? Yeah. I don't know. So at any rate, there's no such thing as paradoxes. <laughs> yeah. You go back and kill your grandfather. Hey, it's just a new reality where you don't exist. That's, that's right. That's all that happens. You yeah. don't exist in that reality. All right. That so is one way to solve paradoxes, to be honest. It, it is. It creates a new reality. Yeah. It, it, they is smarts. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, again, I mean, it it, it, it also works w- in a universe where you jump back up the branch that you created rather than the branch you came down. It still works there. So yeah. at any rate, um, you, you've got you've to take on the idea that time travelers aren't affected by the results of their own time travel. Because that, that's another way yeah. around it, too. Mm-hmm. That's how Nebula can shoot herself and it doesn't automatically kill her. So. Yeah. All right, um, so that brings us to, was it good? Brayden, was this a good story? Forget about the time um, travel part. Was it a good story? You better I would say, say yes. yes. Yeah, okay. it was. Yeah. yeah, of course it was. <laughs> of course it was. Course. I say yeah, I think about it. 70 out of 10. Okay, 70 out of 10. Corbin? <laughs> I, I don't know how to quite how to beat 70 out of 10. <laughs> a billion 77 out of, out of yes, 10. Yes, it, 
very yes, it was a good very story. yes. I, I yeah, I have to agree. Like I said, holy Best crap, movie. that was freaking awesome. That was that was Best my movie ever. That was my review. Jack I want to watch it again. I don't, don't know who it is. All right, um, is he on one of those phonograph machines? <laughs> Corbin just like fell off microphone. All right, Brayden, was it a good time travel story? Did they um, ha handle time travel well? I say yes. Why? Elaborate. I don't know. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Trip, was it a good time travel story? I mean, I say yeah, mostly. Like, originally, it made no sense. Like, if we hadn't discussed it in here, I would have been like, nah, man. Right. This was it a terrible no time travel story. This didn't right. follow, like, any of their rules. Yeah. I felt, but, uh, b before before reading some of that stuff, I was like, no, this is... But once you sit down and you actually, like, think about it and break it down, it actually makes sense. Except for the whole Captain America thing. That didn't really yeah, it does yeah, break come into there. play. Right. But I think overall it is, because they only mess up once. Right. Which is, that's a pretty good record for time travel. Mm -hmm. Yes, Corbin. Yeah. Very yes. I, I liked that it was original, more or less, in the way that it did it. Yeah. Because... Obviously, none of us have ever seen anyone handle time travel like this one before. Which is why so, it messed me up in the theater. I know. We're, it's like, wait, we're so used to a specific kind of sense. time travel that we're like, yeah, cause it's what time is travel. happening? Why are you breaking your like, rules? You can change yeah. the past. You don't want to, but right. you can. Right. And also, having an encounter with your past self doesn't change anything. Yeah. yeah. And Cap I, fought himself, I, nebula if fought I had himself. To, if I had to fault this movie uh, for something, it would be that the scene where Hulk explains time travel and why killing baby Thanos doesn't work other than that's horrible, um, but for practical reasons, that needed to be explained better or, or at least slower. Just like slower. the stones. Like the stones need to be explained better. There's some of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sure. So. All right, they so, still um, never explain the soul stone. That is totally irrelevant. Despite, no. Aside from, like I've said, we didn't have time. I, I've said. I know we had three hours, but we to, didn't have time. To the Avengers, that cliff is like the second deadliest thing because it's killed two people. <laughs> it has a higher Avengers. kill rate of Avengers than any other being in the and universe. Even aside from Ultron. Thanos. Yeah, Ultron only yeah. has one kill. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, and by the way, I, I, backing up for a moment. Okay, so first of all, yes, excellent time travel story. I think that's clear from what I've already said. Was it a good story? Um, I do want to back up and say, um, I. I appreciate the fact that they made this movie as long as they did mm -hmm. because there was not a single wasted second in this movie. Mm, Even the of. slow... Huh? Kind of, kind of. What do you think was wasted? I mean, there was a point where Hawkeye, like, he was looking for everyone. That was kind of a bit stretched out. And when um, Iron Man dies, that was a bit stretched out as well. I think. I, I didn't think emotional. so. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like even the slow, even the slow parts, I feel like were, were well spent. Cause yeah, cause yeah, you have the part where we're, we're spending a lot of time seeing Hawkeye killing some random people that we've never encountered before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have an extended scene of Thor uh, and his buddies playing Fortnite, as y'all pointed out. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, stuff was going and, on, and even the de 
Well, not really, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, the universe is in the balance. Half the, the living beings in the universe are in the balance. And, and we're, taking a time, we're taking a time out so that we can get a gag about Thor threatening a guy who was bullying Krom on Fortnite. But it showed how far out of whack he was. He was the yeah. king of Asgard in this new Asgard. He'd rather stop this guy getting bullied right. than like, like actually be the leader. That's how far he had had, had slid. You Plus, know? Fat Thor is hilarious. <laughs> Fat Thor is hilarious. He is, is my hilarious. favorite character in that movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Thor Lebowski. Um, <laughs> there were so many scenes in this movie that I thought, you know, I bet you somebody out there is going to complain about this scene, and I'm going to mm-hmm. punch him when they do. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. every scene I felt like I because and part of it was just like not wanting it to end. Part of it was just like, man, I just want to spend every minute that I can this with is all the these last characters. Avengers movie, I want it to keep going. Exactly, and we'll have more time for Black Panther. Thor's probably we'll have, gonna be in. Uh... Guardians of the Galaxy 3. It seems like. We're going to have more time with the Guardians. We're going to have more time with Black Panther. We're going to have more time with Spider-Man. But to give a... Doctor Strange. Right. All the new characters. A good, long send-off for for the original Phase 1 Avengers. Um, Like, I think the Black Widow death was, like, perfect amount. Like, just enough for them to have the talk and then her to fall off yeah. in just the perfect amount of time. Oh, and by the way, we were, we were right about, there was another, there was another um, theory that we were right about. Um, so, uh, actually, let's, let's get into that. Let's get into our theories. Um, Corbin, I see that you, you say you have one. But um, before we get into that, let's kind of go back to some of our theories from our Point Five episode. We said that, um, I said I wanted to see Black Widow die saving Hawkeye. And then I wanted to see Hawkeye die saving everyone. I wanted Hawkeye to be the guy to save the day in the end. The two underlings saving the day. Right. The the two most underpowered people. I wanted something to happen where, like, he somehow got close enough to Thanos, he put an arrow through his eyeball or something. And you have, like, gods and people powered by the Time Stone. Right. An archer and a secret agent are not all that amazing. (laughs) Right, so I was half right. Man, Black, Black I can Widow. wield a hammer and slice people with my thunder. Yeah. I have guns. <laughs> I can shoot things really far away. Pew, pew. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of an not, assassin. For, for her, pew, pew. For him, <laughs> I'm kind of an assassin, dude. Yeah. So um, I love that. Um, I love that she she sacrificed herself. Um, not only to save Hawkeye, but as it turns out, she, you know, because she sacrificed herself, she saved everybody. Um, what else, Corbin, what else did we, um, oh, okay. We, we had a run. remember that. We had a, to be honest. Well, we had a rundown of who we thought was going to survive. I thought everyone phase one was going to die. You were wrong. I was partly right. I knew Thor was was at least going to survive. I was partly right. Yeah, Thor. No, I will say this. I said, I think that all of phase one is, is going to be dead. So I said um, Iron Man, uh, Hawkeye, Black Widow, uh, Thor, and Hulk, and Cap. I thought they were all going to be And you dead. were wrong about all but three. Well, okay. Because Cap's so, kind really He's out. I mean, Cap's basically gone. So, he, so here was the other thing I said. I said if Thor survives, he's going to have to be permanently separated from Earth. And he right? is, right? Eh, he's not like permanently banned where he but can't get gone. back. 
Like I thought he was going to end up like, you know, thrown through a portal where he couldn't ever return to earth or something like that. Like but he's, he is leaving now. He, but, but I was also wrong in that I was saying, in other words, he's gone from the MCU. He has not. He is most likely going to be in guardians volume three. Yeah, at least as a cameo. Cap is gone. Cap is he's not gone, officially not dead. dead yet. Here's what we're going to see in, in an upcoming movie. We're going to see a brief mention that he's dead. Either they're going to attend his funeral, it's going to be in the newspaper, it's going to be mentioned on the side. Something's going to happen where Cap finally died. He got so old, he finally died. Um, Iron Man, I knew, I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that he was not going to survive these movies. I had one, I had one moment where I doubted. And that was because I saw a headline that said, the future of Iron Man in the MCU. And I went, holy crap, he made it. Holy crap, he made it. And now some person is writing an article speculating. And I guess what it was, was probably an article speculating about things like Iron Lad and or Morgan becoming the next Iron Man or Pepper becoming the next Iron Man. I want to see whatever. Pepper as Iron Man. Yeah, well, no, I mean, she's her own thing. not be Iron Man. Well, well isn't isn't rescue isn't isn't she her own thing with the so, rescue yeah. suit? Actually, I'm pretty sure the reason she's rescue in the comics is because the suit literally saved her life, like Darth Vader. Oh, so she's like mm-hmm. permanently stuck in it, kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. She's part suit. Oh wow. Um, so yeah, so I was right about I was right about Tony. If, if there was anything that I had no doubt about, it was that they had to take Tony out for two reasons. One. It, it's the natural conclusion of his character, yeah. right? That's the natural end of his story arc. He started out as a warmonger and ended up dying, saving the, world. Saving the universe to create peace. Without a <clears throat> hesitation. Yeah, and I Grabs love that. all the stones, puts it on, and snaps. <clears throat> no hesitation. I love that Like, no, up. like, mm, should I really should do I this? I, Just no. Yeah, only hesitated long enough to say, yeah, and I am Iron Man. Like that was, that was perfect. It was perfect. Um, so, uh, oh, by the way, catchphrase is at the wazoo in this movie. Mm-hmm. Holy cow, man. We had, we oh, had oh, him that? saying, I am Iron Man. We had Cap say both, I could do this all day and Avengers Assemble, which he'd never had said. I could up, do this all this day. Point. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> that was great. Um, amazing. So, we, we have, um, I was right about those few things. What else, Corbin? What else did we talk about? I don't remember. I don't hardly remember that. I do want to say, though, that I'm surprised at how few deaths there were in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I you had Black Widow and Iron Man, and that was it. I didn't. And I mean, yeah. while like, Captain I didn't really America want... is basically dead, he's not dead. Dead. So. He didn't die tragically, yeah. yeah. I didn't really want to see a bunch of people die, but I kind of expected... You kind of expected it? Yeah, I kind of expected, like, I kind of expected more people, like, maybe someone from the Guardians of the Galaxy um, kind of characters. Really? Like, you I You expected some of the Guardians of the Galaxy to die? I was thinking maybe Nebula for, I don't know why, I was expecting Nebula. I mean, she kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> In a sense, she did. She kind of killed her, killed herself, literally. <laughs> Which is yeah. weird. Yeah. Wait. Would that count as suicide? <laughs> if uh, <laughs> but it, but went into a weird legal area here. 
the legal areas of time travel. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. You thought the grammar was bad. All right, so Corbin, what is your crackpot theory? Okay, I'll be honest, this is not mine. This is me just kind of wanting to crap on someone else's. <laughs> See? <laughs> I would I just, like to take this put, moment to bring up a theory so I can crap all over it. I, I just put that in the notes so that you knew I had one. But, okay. Um, so there, there was this theory that I heard. I've only seen it on one thing. And again... It's just some random redditor that this news site was like, that's good theory. The basic idea is that the um, when Thanos says, I'm going to destroy the universe till it's just an atom left, and then I'll use the stones again to or recreate a new, a new one. Yeah. The idea is that someone has already done that, and the evidence is so, so very minimal. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember. The biggest one that I thought was actually somewhat decent evidence is the idea that the Infinity Stones have been around longer... Before time began. Yeah, before yeah. the Time Stone was around before time, the Space Stone was around before space. Dun, dun, dun. That's a little weird. But, um... So, I think, I think the biggest evidence they used was the fact that Wong mentioned the Big Bang. And they were like... The Big Bang could have really just been him using the stones, and then ultimately wait, uh, wait, wait, creating. Uh, is the theory universe. that Thanos? Not Thanos. Not okay. Some somebody. Other, some other. And entity. Thanos needs to come back and do it again. Mm -hmm. and, that uh, kind of makes that sense, is, but that is weak. That yeah. is way yeah, away. Their their biggest. I I if I'm understanding this right, their biggest thing was Wong mentioned the Big Bang, and it's like. That was just him using it, and then when he used it, it was too powerful, and it killed him, and it spread the stones across the universe. So, yeah. Not a great that, theory. That's, I mean, yeah. it's plausible, but there's not really any evidence behind it. Right. Which I hate in theories. It's like, this is my idea I had. What if this was the case? Theory. Right. <laughs> All right, so um, speaking of theories, where do we think things go from here for the MCU? Not Avengers. Yeah, I, so I, I of course there's already a fan poster, a fan created poster out there of the new Avengers, and it the showed like Avengers. Falcon in the Captain America suit, and mm. then it was like Doctor Strange, and um, basically everybody that survived. You know, I've <laughs> actually seen that. Oh, have you? you? Have oh, cool. Yeah, wow. yeah. You know what's sad though? In the comics, um, most of groups, most of the groups of heroes are created by Tony Stark. There's, like, tons of them. And the majority oh, really? of them were founded by him and a few other people. And now he's out of the cast, I guess. Yeah, he's... So yeah. him creating any new teams like they have in the comics is just not plausible anymore. Mm. Dad, yeah. I just realized. So, if, oh, wait, no. Okay, I was going to say, if Groot is made, made the hammer... Uh-huh. Couldn't he technically lift it? But that was that was for Stormbreaker. He made Stormbreaker. That was for Stormbreaker. Hey, but by the way, doesn't that mean that if Thor died, he would wield that hammer? Probably that would make sense. I don't know. Um, I did have a question. I only heard Groot one time, and it didn't sound like he said, "I am Groot." Yeah. Did I, he say something different? I am Groot. I don't remember. I I, I swear it sounded like he I said something different yeah. than I. I know. Like something else. I mean, no, he did say we are Groot once. Yeah, he said that one time before. 
but he definitely but that said was, that was I am entirely different context. So. I don't know what the last word is, but he definitely said I am. I'm pretty sure he said something. Okay, well he said something something Groot, and and I don't know why I didn't hear the first bit. Um, and Groot. Maybe yeah. it was just like really inaudible because I didn't hear it either. Okay, I I, th- I think somebody in the theater was talking or something when that happened. I don't know. Um, so so my theory my theory is um, I think that you know uh, apparently we're going to see Thor um, hanging out with the Guardians of the Galaxy. I said last time I think that the Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of they've painted themselves into a corner where they have to go more galactic now. Um, once once we hit Guardians of the Galaxy, you know Tony even said it in the, at the end of Endgame. You know if you'd have, if you'd have told me ten years ago that we were we were not alone in the universe, I wouldn't have been surprised. But I mean, like I didn't realize how much. You know, like mm-hmm. on that battlefield alone, there was like fourteen different kinds of aliens, probably. And um, I, I feel like now that door is open, and it's going to be really it's going to be really weird to. I mean, like Spider Man Far From Home. Is 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 already like um, Mysterio is not from Earth, is he? Uh, Corbin, do you know? Is he human? I think he is. Oh, is he human? Okay. Yeah. All I'm saying is like it's gonna be really weird now to go and watch like Spider-Man fight, you know, the Sandman or something, mm-hmm. or yeah. one of the one of the classic Which villains. It's just gonna be weird. He's been off in space now. I mean, I guess they can do it, but I kind of feel like um, it's got to get a little bit more galactic, and I don't know if I like that. I mean, I. Maybe kind maybe of. if they let Captain Marvel have some adventures on other planets and the Guardians of the Galaxy do some stuff out there, but then we have like, some homegrown heroes back on Earth. I'd like to see some new heroes that aren't from comics that have never been seen before. Oh, like that's join. not happening. Because, <laughs> I mean, okay, so now we've got the X-Men are, are under the MCU mm-hmm. umbrella now, so they mm-hmm. can come in. There's already talk about the Eternals. Um, which is, you know, again, it's like Captain Marvel level of of power and everything. So there's so much crap happening on Earth. It reminds me of, um, yeah. like, a Green Lantern. Apparently, and I don't know this for myself, but I've heard in Green Lantern, one there's one lantern per like some measurement of quadrant, and then <laughs> or whatever, and then Earth. Has three Green yeah. Lanterns on it. T- it's typical, like, typical type of thing. Like most of the Green Lanterns cover several planets by themselves. It's kind of like when in an asteroid movie, you know, the the meteorites that hit ahead of time all hit like major landmarks. Mm-hmm. Like they don't show one hit like a, a farm in Nebraska. It's like they're going to take York out the city. Yeah, Tokyo. it's going to take out the Statue of Liberty. It's going to take out you know the Eiffel Tower. It's going to take out Big Ben. You know, it's going to do all of those things. Um, but it's not going to smash some random guy's house. Right, right. Which Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs did a great job of lampooning when they said, it seems to be affecting all of the world's landmarks. <laughs> you know, like, it's kind of strange. Um, you are about to be crushed by a giant corn. Uh, so um, I, I'm curious to see where things go. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I, I'm looking forward to the next Spider-Man movie. I know that much. Um, and then there's a, there's a couple things that are in the works. There is a new character coming. Oh, crap. I can't think of his name. Um, the description that I read of him is he is a completely not super powered, just really awesome at martial arts. So I'm like, okay, that that'll be interesting. That'll be a whole different type of thing um, to to introduce. I was, I was gonna make a joke about that martial arts arts guy from like the '90s, but I totally forgot his name. Martial arts guy from the '90s, Chuck yeah, Norris. Yeah, like Chuck, no, like Chun Li or something. 
<laughs> I Chun Li is a is a female Chun-Li. from that Street Fighter. That is not it. I don't remember Chun-Li. the name. No, oh well. Bruce okay, Lee. you're not thinking of Bruce Lee because he's from the '60s. Yeah, uh, just, I messed up. Oh, okay. Times. All right. All right. I don't know. Errors. Anything prior to your birth was was eons ago. I know. I'm more <laughs> Not that. 80s good. or 90s. All right. So, um, real quick, under uh, listener input, we do have a new iTunes review. Corbin, let's pull that up. Okay. Uh, the Eggman 81. That's an awesome. interesting name. Goo goo gajub. He wrote us an our longest <laughs> review yet. Sweet. What What's a your- one. Okay. He said. What a wonderful, family-friendly, and entertaining show. I'd already watched all of New Who before finding them, but it has been a lot of fun rewatching the series along with the podcasts from this father and his two sons. They share lots of background information for each show and even talk about the continuity with Classic Who. I appreciate each episode even more after listening to this podcast. Their bonus episodes about time travel movies are a lot of fun, too. Hey. Giving them five stars is not an exaggeration. Awesome. Yay. Very Yay. cool. Well, thank you. Uh, who, who was it? Eggman? Eggman, Eggman 81? The Eggman 81. Thank you, Eggman 81. By the way, around our house every Saturday morning when I'm cooking eggs, um, when I'm doing omelets, I always have to designate an Eggman to come and, and whip mm-hmm. up the egg. So every yes. morning we, we enjoy that joke. It's most of the time. Most of the time it is, Brayden. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, so that's awesome. That's, that's really cool. Um, sounds like uh, we're on the right track then. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what I will say this, <clears throat> he said he's already seen it. Um, but now rewatching the episodes and listening to the podcast, um, makes him enjoy each episode more. Mm-hmm. I had that and exact experience happened. with, uh, a, an awesome Star Trek, uh, podcast called mission log. If you're not already subscribed to mission log, go find it. They are episode by episode, week by week, watching all all of Star Trek. They started in TOS. They did the animated series. Then they did all of the original series movies. Uh, then they did the next generation. They are now in the midst of deep space nine. So sometime before, you know, Corbin gets out of college, uh, maybe they will be caught up. Um, they, they, doing this discovery? Uh, they do. So they, they did a spinoff show cause they've been doing that. They've been doing this for like seven years, six or seven years, I think. And, um, they started a spinoff show called mission log live where when discovery came on, they a couple days later they would do a live episode on Facebook Live, and then it was also ported out into a podcast feed where they would talk about that episode of Discovery, and then you could call in live and and actually discuss it with them. And so they they have continued to do that. Um, the main mission log is currently on a break. They finished I think season three of Deep Space Nine, and they took a break because uh, Discovery was on. And last year when they were doing regular mission log and mission log live. It was just, it was overwhelming. So they paused. Hopefully they'll be getting back to that real soon. So if you enjoy our show and that format and you're a Star Trek fan, go check it out. Because again, I had seen all of TNG, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, all of that kind of stuff and thoroughly enjoy them rehashing it because they, they, their goal is to tear apart each episode for the uh, messages, meanings, and morals. That's what they're looking for. It's like, what is this episode trying to teach us? What is it trying to tell us? And is that, you know, is that valid and is it accurate? And um, if you go listen to that after having listened to ours, you will notice how much that show influences this one. Mm-hmm. If you go and listen to that show and then uh, uh, 
that story show. Which you probably already listened to. Yeah, that story so show you probably like already subscribed to. Um, and then there's there's a handful of other ones that if you there's there's about five shows. If you go listen to them, you'll you'll realize how this show came to be because I, mm. I was influenced so heavily by those. Um, our recap kind of pulls from them, but not not exactly the same way they, they do theirs. Um, so go check the that show out if you're doing that. Um, and oh the, where I started to say was that show was part of what inspired me to do this show, um, specifically the Doctor Who thing. And I find that when I go back and re-listen to our episodes, I enjoy it. So mm-hmm. us sitting down and talking about the episode makes me enjoy every episode more. Mm-hmm. And even the ones where we're like, well, that one wasn't great. By the time we finished talking about it, we're like, that was amazing. Like, why you know? don't we do this? Like when we got done with Midnight, it was like, there was so much that we ended up talking about. And um, so we always we always uh, have a lot of fun doing that. And then, like I said, I listen back to it and I get stuff that I didn't even get during the original conversation. And then sometimes I go, oh, crap, I wish I'd have said this. <laughs> so, um, so guys, um, the game plan, like I said uh, before, we're chugging right along to the season finale. We've got one episode and then a two-parter. And then we'll have some special episodes. Uh, there's a mini-sode called Music of the Spheres, and I'll, um, I'll make sure to get some more information in the next couple of episodes about where you can see that. Uh, then we'll do our series recap. Then we'll have our second Classic Who uh, episode covering series one, story number two, Dalek. And that episode will feature a super special segment from Jared. Um, it was actually... First ever one. Yeah, his, his first ever submission to us that I said, I can't use this yet. <laughs> we must wait, but please send us more. And and there, there he goes. And he now became, he's a part of the show. That's literally how he became part of the show was he sent us that segment. And I was like, could you like do this all the time? Uh, so next time, guys, we're going to be in season four, episode 12, Turn left. Um, you want to talk about some uh, some some wibbly wobbly and some what ifs? Okay, um, check this one out. I'm looking forward to it a lot. This is a great Donna episode. This is we had a companion light. This is the Doctor Light episode um, for the season. So make sure that you check that out. And until then, guys, remember that News in the Whovian is a production of Master Closet Studios, where it's always smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. Our audio engineer is this guy. Hi, I'm Trip. And our production editor is this guy. It's Sammy Corbin. <laughs> and your special guest host this week was this guy. Hi, I'm Brayden. You can message us at facebook.com slash noobsinthehoovian or email us at noobsinthehoovian at gmail.com. Don't forget to support us at Patreon. We appreciate your support there at patreon.com slash, you guessed it, noobsinthehoovian. Please, uh, wherever you found us, make sure that you subscribe, leave us a rating like the Eggman did, and share us with a friend, not because we're a great show, but because we watch one. Until next time, my name's Austin. I'm the Hoovian. These are my sons, Corbin, Tripp, and Brayden. And we're the noobs. And we will see you next time. Bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Adios. Okay. All right, so let's practice this one time. My name is Austin. I'm the Hoovian. These are my sons, Corbin, Tripp, and Brayden. And we're the noobs. And there's been perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And three sons who have I don't know what to say there.